on this episode of the AIE podcast. So many streams. We've upped the World Quest gear score, so up yours. <laughs> Final Fantasy XIV or XV? Uh, that's kind of confusing. Yeah. <laughs> You've got a tier six ship, and you get a tier six ship. Ooh, everybody gets a tier six ship. Uh, but when Eve politics become real, very real. <laughs> All that and more coming up right now. Bringing you the latest news from the AIE gaming community from planet Earth and beyond. This is the AIE Podcast. Welcome to episode 318, that's 318, I'm not going to do it in Roman numerals, sorry Max, of the podcast celebrating you, the Leah Ioctest gaming community, that die has been podcast. This is Tetsemi, and to my left is MewCow. Greetings, guildies. And to my right is, well, actually, McCullough is off an adventure. We wish her safe travels. However, I think I see her lurking in the, in the uh, chat room, so if you want to say hi to her, come join the chat room. Uh, this week, we are joined by special guests, guests Max and Corley, who are here to talk to us about AIE in Star Wars Celebration and AIE in SWOTOR. Welcome. 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 Thank you for welcoming me. <laughs> Please allow myself to introduce myself. Myself. Um, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Glad to be here. Right. Yeah, glad to be here, too. Thanks. You're welcome. So we're going to go around the room and see what we've been up to since last podcast. I, I mean, we kind of have an idea of what Max and Corley have been up to, but Max, what what exactly have you been up to? I know we'll get into it more in depth later, but what have you been up to in or out of game lately? Oh yeah, all the usual, all all the usual stuff um, in games. Still doing obviously a bunch in Star Wars, but still dabbling in all the other games that we play as well. Not not all of the other games. I'm mostly focused on only on World of Warcraft, um, Elder Scrolls, Final Fantasy. Um, besides Star Wars, right now I still only. have Star There's Trek Four, <laughs> and then. Well, I did log into Eve today, um, but okay. I didn't do anything more besides just check to, to see if I was still subscribed and had a skill queue going, which I don't, but that's fine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and uh, yeah. And then uh, other than that, kid, kids are around a little bit. It's sort of spring breakish time. They were, they were in last week for Star Wars Celebration, hanging out with them some and watched Aquaman last night. Finally, we've been trying. We've been oh, nice. Out. Which I really like, but I like every yeah. single comic book movie there is. But yeah, I mean, it's it's two and a half hours of Jason Momoa doing Jason Momoa things with his shirt off. What's not to like? He was, I mean, yeah, <laughs> he was, he was awesome. and Ariel was really good. Um, yeah, so, yeah, they they did really <laughs> Little Mermaid. Exactly. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, all right. Well, Corley, what have you been up to? Uh, well, besides going to Star Wars Celebration, um, me and my wife drove there. 14 hours from where we live. Um, oh, wow. That was interesting. Yeah. Um, was that with the know. trailer? Were you the one with the trailer? No, I don't have a trailer. Oh, okay. No, we, we were okay. staying at a hotel in Chicago on the gotcha. Magnificent Mile. Um, playing SWOTOR, meeting a lot of people who play SWOTOR at, at the uh, celebration. Yeah, I play a little bit of Star Trek Online, trying to get in that a little bit, playing with um, Dent right. and uh, Smoke, who... We do stuff on Sunday nights now, and other than that, just 
working. <laughs> Unfortunately, right. none of my kids live at home anymore. So, or at least, yeah. So I don't have uh, that, that kind of excitement going on. <laughs> gotcha. All right. Well, speaking of kids, hi, Mew. Uh, what have you been up to? <laughs> uh, excitement, apparently. Um, yeah. So last weekend was fun. Um, was a, uh, it was a guy's weekend with me and the four-year-old. Um, because uh, Mama went out to visit a friend out in Florida for for the weekend, so I got to get up at uh, six a.m. and seven a.m. When to give you an idea, right now twelve is my getting up early time. Right, because you work the third shift yeah. because of your job, so you're yep. normally on late and get up late. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. So that was that was a little bit of a change. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> especially when an impatient boy banging on the door saying, dad, <laughs> bored. Yeah, so, exactly. Uh, but you know, other than that, it was, it was a fun adventure. Um, uh, then beyond that, um, uh, today we actually spent a lot of day car shopping cause we're at that point in the cycle. Our, our trusty, uh, steed, um, is starting to see some age. So we've been focusing on that a bit. Um, and then game-wise, uh, I'm down to only two raid teams now. <laughs> uh, so it's uh, it's just Furt and um, Horseshoes and Hand Grenades. So I've uh, been focusing more on the Horde side um, and uh, just trying to get stuff down, getting into the new raid, which came out this week. Um, and that's been an interesting time. Um, and then beyond that, lots of time spent in uh, Final Fantasy XIV. Um, there's two events going on right now. We'll talk more about those later. Um, so that's kind of got my attention. And uh, beyond that, playing a little bit of uh, Borderlands pre-sequel um, because of the big announcement of Borderlands 3 coming out in a, in a couple months or th- two or three months. I forget how many. And, you know, that's always a fun co-op time with uh, fellow guildies. So kind of getting back in that and kind of reminding myself what that gameplay is like, um, having fun with uh, the illustrious Aludra. Uh, shooting things, watching them explode, running out of air, that sort of thing. Yeah, that's always good. <laughs> yep, yeah, lots of lots of fun in space on moons that aren't moons. Right. <laughs> and that's about it. Very cool. So I have I I too am quote unquote batching it because Heather McCullough is off in Boston, meeting up with. Uh, one of her virtual best friends, Trey and uh, Amy. And so she's been posting a lot of uh, fun photos and stuff like that. So the Hordling and I have been hanging around and, and getting stuff done and, and playing games and having fun. Um, I have been, besides work, which sucked up the majority of my attention, uh, even more so than normal, uh, been working on... Furt, we finally got, I forget if we mentioned that last time, but no, because we just got him down Wednesday. Yeah. Uh, We finally got Blockade down. Good Lord, that that fight, if we never do that again on normal, thank goodness, because it's just RNG is bad on that fight on normal. In fact, we had to thank uh, Ro for going out of his way to find a lockout for us to try to bypass that in the future, because we have several people on the team that said, you know what, if we ever have to do blockade again, I'm leaving. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Yeah, and just the way they changed the the lockout system in WoW, we thought we had a lockout because it worked Wednesday, but it was a combination of my lockout from Sunday 
and then Ro- which got us in, and then Rose lockout, which got us to where we wanted to go, and it all screwed up. So it was like, okay, we'll just get a new one, and Rose yep. got it all sorted. Um, but we did get blockade down, and we got Jaina down. What did something? I think it was twenty something. Yeah, I thought the the. Yeah, we, about twenty five percent, I think, was yeah. the the lowest we got her down. But that's just learning the dance. That's yes. not blockade being a pain in everyone's took us because of no. the RNG. That's just learning it. So we're hopefully get that done the next time we raid, which we don't know because Rose's going to be traveling and coming to Phoenix. So we're actually going to going to meet Roe and see him in Phoenix. So half the raid team is going to be distracted with that on Wednesday and Sunday. We've got Easter this Sunday, so. Yeah, it's, yeah, exactly. Um, but I did get the new quest done that leads into the 8-2 raid when that comes out. Um, and just been doing, you know, world quests and emissary. My necklace is up to 47.9. I'm like 90%. I'll, I'll finish it today. I've got one more island to do and that should put me over with what I need, uh, to 48. And then you'll be ready for the new system. Exactly. So that's that's been my target, um, and that's that's mainly it. Poked a little at Anthem, but I was waiting for the live stream, which was supposed to happen Thursday, which didn't happen because of the fiber cut in Austin. Uh, to, um, you know, see what they're going to do and see how much time and effort I want to keep putting into the into the game, um, and then watching a ton of live streams from Star Wars Celebration, of course, which we will get into, and also AI in Sotor shortly. But first, we need to cover this week's news. AIE news. So, in community news, mandatory fun nights where the fun is mandatory, but the attendance is not. Uh, again, just keep an eye out on the the list both here and on the wiki to make sure that you know what games are running when. Uh, Monday, we do have Guild Wars 2 running at 9.30 p.m. Eastern. And from what I saw, there's a big profession change coming up on the 23rd, uh, which is Tuesday. So you may want to pay attention to that. Uh, on Tuesday, we have our guests doing Mandatory Fun Night in Sotor. Again, we switch sides, imp one week, public the the other the other week, uh, and that's at nine thirty or sorry nine p.m. Eastern, or as Max likes to say, eight p.m. Central. The only time zone that matters. The center of the universe. It's the mm-hmm. center. That's, right. that's why it's called Central. So just so everybody exactly. knows. Exactly. It's yes. the only one you really need to, to know. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> and on Wednesday, Final Fantasy fourteen. Starts at 10 p.m. Eastern. Friday in ESO, uh, it is 9 p.m. Eastern, and Dan Kinia streams that. Uh, Saturday, New Braid, which she also leads and streams, uh, runs at 11 p.m. Eastern. Uh, on Saturday, there is a Lord of the Rings online gathering. Looks like 8.30 p.m. Eastern, Corley? Yes, that's that's yep. what. Okay. Um, Maylong Arrow Shield, who is somebody who went to Star Wars Celebration with us. That's what he has posted. Uh, awesome in that channel. Although this week, I don't think he's going to be able to do it. Yeah, which okay. would be going in fifteen minutes. So yeah, so just keep an eye out for that. <laughs> yeah. And Sunday STO uh, starts at eight thirty p.m. Eastern. All right, in the streaming and guild podcast news. I don't know, Max. You want to take that part? Mm-hmm. 
Uh, hey, yeah, I guess there's this Star Wars podcast that somebody's uh, somebody's doing some this this Sema and Max people. I don't I don't know, but he I, looks like he got both of the two last episodes. So two weeks ago we did um, episode two eighty seven, and we did uh, the update that came out then, which was five dot ten dot two, and a preview of Star Wars Celebration, what was going to go on, and then this past Tuesday we did our first half overview of Star Wars Celebration and the details on the Onslaught expansion that was announced at Star Wars Celebration. So we went through all of that in detail. This coming Tuesday, we're gonna do the second half of our Star Wars Celebration. We, we sort of only did the, the, the basic overview. Uh, Tuesday, we're gonna save like all the weird, wild, uh, stuff from Star Wars Celebration and dig into that in a little more detail, like, uh, which I'll show quite a bit tonight as as well. So you'll get a preview of that. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. So if you're listening now, there's gonna be some spoilers uh, if you don't if you go back and watch you know 287, 288. So <laughs> spoilers. Exactly. All right. In non uh, Escape Podcast news, uh, we have Working Class Nerds episode 42, Star Wars News Overload Live. Uh, Marcus and Nick s- sit down in front of the mic and camera and talk about a, the tirade of new Star Wars content. Uh, they discuss the new Jedi Fallen Order trailer, which looked awesome. Uh, the live stream for SWTOR's 10.5.3 update. And, of course, the expansion for SWTOR 6.0. And then... And, mm-hmm. No, I, I realize I put those in backwards. Oh, so, did you? Sorry about that, but that's fine. Uh, <laughs> Well, and the one before that, they uh, talked about uh, a trip to Boston for PAX East. Um, they, you can listen to new audio quality as of that episode and their brand new microphones. Um, and that looks like it for them. Uh, we move on yeah. now to uh, Dan Kinia, who hosts both, both the ESO Mandatory Fun Night and WOW New Braid. You can check out her streams at twitch.tv slash Plays. Um, there is a link to April 19th's fun, fun night stream uh, on the show notes and also the new braid from last week on the 13th. Is on and I'm sure it'll be streaming tonight again, too. It so. will. I mean, yep. Just a little bit. Yep. And in Nomad's news, Destiny 2, the spring event is still going on with, and <laughs> I don't know who he's referring to, but apparently there's an old lady on the platform giving away stuff. I take it it's one of the NPCs that I don't know the name of. Is it the Cryptarch? Because there's, there's an older lady Cryptarch. Yes, I think that's probably who he's referring to when he gave me the notes on is this. Is it the one voiced by, so there's uh, the woman who plays Avasarla in The Expanse, she voiced one of those those quest givers at one right. point, but it was a, that was a special one. I don't think that's the normal one. That's no. the stuff this week. I don't, I don't think so. It's too bad because yeah. she's got an awesome voice, and I really it, like it. Maybe, it, 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 it should be a special. It could be a special <laughs> NPC. I, I haven't been in there this week. I was in there on Monday, I think. Gotcha. But uh, I haven't seen yeah. the latest stuff. But check that out, and uh, make sure you also check out the Destiny 2 channel in AIE Discord. And the Division 2 is also very active right now. Uh, Join the discussion in-game and in Division 2 and find out what people are up to in the Division 2. And in WoW news, uh, we have 120 characters now on the Alliance Guild, uh, seeing quite a few people online. And the guild just got the Goblin Slayer Guild achievement today, along with the Orc Slayer last week. And they are one troll class and two panda classes away from the Horde Slayer achievements to unlock the guild page, which would be nice for that guild. 
Uh, and speaking of rating, Sai is looking to see if we have enough interest to start a fun-oriented raid team for WoW on the Alliance side, looking at Friday nights possibly uh, as a start for the raid. So if you're interested, pop into the, the WoW channel uh, on the main AI Discord and let her know. That sounds kind of fun. I know. Yeah. I'm thinking hard about that. Yeah, that might be fun to have like a noob style raid going on the alliance side. That way, you know, it's you're not you're not held to it, but you can show up and have a lot of fun. See exactly. how see how the other side sees things because especially in Battle for Zalor, it's it's a completely different story. Like it's the same basic meat, but it's told dif- differently. It's yeah, funny. But uh, so and uh, speaking of raid teams, Mew, do we have an update on some of the accomplishments from the raid team? We do. We have several, actually. So I uh, wanted to first give shout-outs to a few teams that got ahead of the curve. So I believe we already talked about Get Your Crit Together having ahead of the curve. Um, but uh, Better Late Than Never is also now ahead of the curve for uh, BOD, Battle for Nazarlor, as is behind the curve, is now ahead of the curve. So their <laughs> name is valid. Yes. Uh, uh, beyond that, uh, looks like Mythic on Mains has also got ahead of the curve, um, and we have a, a few other updates. Uh, you know, everyone's still plugging along and active. That we're seeing, you know, bosses down. Uh, you know, every every few days we're seeing a new boss down. So uh, our raid teams are quite active, um, and uh, a, a few of them, uh, including the Pepperjack Fan Club, have actually gone to a new raid which came out today or uh, this week, um, the Crucible of Storms. Uh, it's a, a two boss. Uh, um, raid area it's very very interesting it's uh if you didn't know the old gods were coming well uh, spoilers they're coming <laughs> the old gods are coming yes yeah, yeah. yeah you kind of show up in the the belly of one practically yeah um, so but uh yeah it, it's a fun raid i've actually gotten to do the the, the two bosses down one of them with um horseshoes and hand grenades and then we, we attempted the second one the second one is pr- pretty intense just but it's more of a learning the dance kind of thing Right, it's it's um, a Jaina fight as opposed to a blockade fight. Yeah, because you you went basically from a, I mean the the first fight is isn't easy, but it's also not like super it's hard. it's they said like it's the Rastakhan Mechatork yes. level fight, and then you go to a Jaina fight. Yeah, you go you go from mid to to, to hard, you know, yeah. just real suddenly. which is what you want for a two raid, yeah, two boss raid fight. Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. and cool. then you start the you start the start the raid out as, with, with no trash, but then they they punish you for that by giving you a bunch of trash between the two. <laughs> so, right, but you have to use the buffs you get from yes. the first boss to get through the trash, which is teaching you the fight for the second boss. Right? Totally. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. They okay. they they only tweaks it a little bit. Like, and when you're doing the trash, you could use the the stuff over and over again all you like. But when you're doing right. the fight, there's there's cooldowns so that not everyone ha- is forced to use it. Like, you can't just say you're the one that uses this one. No, no, everybody yeah. gets involved. Even the DPS, you're going to be doing some stuff. Cool. And speaking of Crucible of Storms, Raid Finder and Mythic difficulty for that opens on Tuesday, April 23rd. Uh, similar to Battle of Dazarlor, you'll need an average item level of 350 to queue for it in LFR. And to help ensure players raid, get raid ready, they are increasing the maximum item level for certain World Quest rewards, including the following. World Quest rewards will go up to 370 from a maximum of 360 currently. Emissary equipment will go up to item level 395 from the 385 max it is right now. And if you get Azerite armor from the emissary, it will now go up to 400 instead of 385. 
and against overwhelming odds, which is the, I believe that's the PVP one that becomes available, will go up to item level 395 from the base 385 it's at right now. Uh, once the update is live, it will affect the active rewards like the emissary. So you may want to plan for that when you turn those in. So like, because it's coming out Tuesday, you can hold on to, uh, what is it? Today's Saturday, Sundays, and Mondays rewards, I think, and turn those in Tuesday. Yeah, you or you may, days. yeah, you hold on to at least two days worth, and you can turn them in, um, on that. So, yeah. Yep. Yep. And and it's kind of funny that it's 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 up to three ninety five. The alliance actually got four hundred when they first did the yeah against overwhelming odds, but they had to tone that down because all the the mythic teams kind of decided to uh, use that as as an advantage. So exactly. That was funny. All right, and then we'll be talking about Swotor a little later. So on to ESO. The cake is still not a lie. Uh, week three of the anniversary celebration is underway. This week is the focus on PvP for those extra loot boxes. So if you're not into PvP, ah, just take a break. Um, but because next week, week four, the focus is on uh, daily dungeons. So mandatory fun night on Friday will be focused on doing as many of the random dailies as uh, is possible. And then on week five, after that, it's a free-for-all. You basically just do anything, any of the, the the first four, anything that happened the first four weeks, you can now do it week five and get all the extra loot boxes. So mm. change dungeons, do the, the zone da- dailies, kill everything in delves, or go back into PvP if that's your thing. And what's the... So for week five, what is the... Is there a different set, a style set that they're giving away? I, I'm not sure. I got the first one, which was the Prophet. Last week was the Lyra, the Lyris one. I don't know what this week is. So I each week they've that. had like those random style pages dropping out of the box. Not, I want to say it's something related to Cyrodiil. Because that one will be easy to get. I got none of the Lyris ones. I got all of the Prophet ones because that was just so easy to get those boxes. Well, if, if they're following the pattern, I'm, I'm hoping week five they just let, let all of them open so that you can just get them all. Should be nice. Yeah. And you could sort of fill in. If you missed any of them, you can fill yep. it all in. Yep. But we'll see. Uh, I don't have that info now. However, in Final Fantasy XIV news, or 14, it's FFXIV, XFFXV, crossover time. But that is <laughs> the, uh, the single player Final Fantasy 15 has invaded the multiplayer Final Fantasy 14. Um, they've done this in the past. They've uh, 13 has invaded. Um, interestingly enough, 11, the other MMO, has also invaded, which is fun. Um, Shantoto kind of uh, was very uh, much a terror over there. But uh, this time around, uh, Noctis uh, and his car, the Regalia, have decided to visit um, Aorzea. And they might have brought some MTs with them, if you're familiar with the robotic men. Um, so you might want to uh, go with Noct and uh, do some more adventuring. It's actually a lot of fun. So what's the deal with that car? Is that is that permanently in the game, or is that only for this event? Oh, well, it's, I mean, the way they usually do it is for the event is when you get the car. Um, the vendor will probably disappear, and then it'll, like, maybe in a year or however, however long they decide, you can then buy it with your money. Interesting. But they're giving you a full month to try to earn the car. All right. Here's another thing. I got to go. No more <laughs> stuff in events. And, uh, the car is worth it. Get you. Yeah. It, it looks, it, it, it looks 
pretty cool of it here. I, I, I got a picture of it here. Yeah, I'll show, it on, show it on my screen. Oh, I have it, and I can show it later. But but yeah, it's it's a really cool car. It does switch to flying mode. Yeah, that's oh, just mode. That's, 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 that's yeah, that looks pretty awesome. That looks like uh, the Batmobile. Yeah, and and when it goes yeah, to flying, awesome. it, it actually transforms into a flying car. Yeah, like full on. It looks like it, it goes from the Batmobile to the Bat plane, essentially. Um, because I know that the, oh, there it is. Yeah, I got it. it. Wow. Yeah. See, yeah. I, I like this and I like the motorcycle, but you have yeah. to only, you can only get the motorcycle by buying it. Right. Correct. But you can earn this and then for the next month and it's really not that hard. You just, you do the event. And then once the event's over, you go to the, the Manderville uh, gold saucer and for 200,000 points, you can buy the car. Two hundred thousand. Yes, can do. I don't know what that means, but all right. Max has a lot of internet points. He'll add them together later. (laughs) Well, to give everyone an idea, it's actually not that hard to to get two hundred anymore. So um, there's a new thing on the weekends called the Fashion Report, where you're basically trying to. uh, Is this the same like from the casino event? The same kind of points? Oh, I might. I might have a a bunch of those. Most people do. Most people were able to buy it right off the bat. But if you are starting at zero, it's not that hard because the fashion report, if you get 80 or above in the fashion report, you'll get 60 every week. And um, I'll have, and that's actually me. Let me check. We were actually um, planning on uh, switching over to. uh, Yeah. Yeah. I think we're going to switch over to the, the faction buffs. We're going to do the MGP buff. So that um, everyone that's trying to earn this could get even more from the from all of your MGP um, rewards to make it okay. even. But like you know, you have a month, and even doing. I mean, if you do all four um, weeks worth of the fashion report, you know, you'll you'll essentially be over the amount. But that's ignoring everything else you can do in in the uh, the gold saucer to get those points. You can do the cactopot. You can do the the weekly cactopot. The daily cactopot. You can do. All of the little mini games give thousands of MGP. You can grind on the the triple triad card game. You can grind on um, mahjong. Um, it's you know the, there's a, lots of ways. It's a lot easier. Um, I know a lot of people like to do the chocobo races to get their MGP. You well, know, the car is pretty hot. I may I may end up doing <laughs> that. So, well, you're gonna have to put in new highways because those cars are everywhere now, and uh, you're gonna have to put <laughs> in fuel pretty massive. I don't know, but they're, they're four they're four passenger mounts, which is a big deal. Real, so you can actually put four players into it. Yes, four players. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Now Max definitely this. has to get it. Yeah, we need this Why in Star Wars because a... yeah, I have I have mounts that in Star Wars that are big enough for for four players, but yeah, but they're like they're ridiculously not. They won't even put your companion in it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know your companion just disappears. They're like, I want this one riding shotgun. Come yeah. on. Well, and speaking of disappearing, it's actually kind of funny. The car stays the same size regardless of what race you are. So the Lollafell <laughs> are are literally standing on the seat <laughs> and trying to hold on to the steering wheel, and then the the, the Roganins are essentially all crunched in trying to drive it. And then you know the rest of the races are fine, but it's kind of yeah. funny. They've actually decided to keep the car uniform size, and you just kind of have to deal with it. But, right. uh, but yeah, it's it's a fun quest line. Um, you know, it's you actually get to, to fight alongside Noctis, um, and uh, it's you, there's a, a neat boss in it, um, which is you know they don't always do bosses for these events, but there's actually a neat boss you get to fight against. 
Um, and yeah, you, you can even earn um, the, the music roles from Final Fantasy 15. So if you like the music from 15, you can earn those by doing the repeatable fates. And uh, it's really, it's actually not that hard to do. So highly recommend. Cool. Um, other, the other thing that's still going on, I think until Monday, uh, is the Easter event or the uh, egg, the egg event, um, which it gives a full outfit uh, this year. Uh, it's uh, actually a neat set of puzzles um, where they try to they give you a map and then you have to talk to a bunch of the Spriggans and then you have to like figure out you know who they're talking about using the, the clues and yeah, it's it was a lot of thinking to get that one done, but highly recommended um, to get to get that. All right, uh, then the uh, the FC House. If you want to hear some of those uh, music roles that it's playing them for the, from the Final Fantasy fifteen, um, and uh, let's see. Oh, we have a, a update from Abovan. Uh, apparently, Abovan got tired of having so many of the faded roles in his own inventory, so he's been crafting them into usable roles and putting them into tab two in the FC vault. Uh, when he makes others, uh, he'll keep putting them in there. So, if you need another orchestra um, unlock, go ahead and grab one. So, you know, the, the guild bank is there for you guys to use. Go in there, dig around, you know, use the stuff you need to use. Um, it's just sitting there otherwise. And that goes for every guild bank in every game. We have yes. too much stuff that just goes we into do. guild banks and, and never comes out. ESO is filled. Go get stuff out of there. Star Wars, Star we get, we yeah. reorganize them all. Mm-hmm. Definitely use them. Um, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, we've got lots of stuff that we need you guys to use. It's there for you to use. We have lots of really giving players that are giving this stuff to you. So don't forget to check it and see if there's anything you need. Yep. And uh, uh, one more reminder or, uh, that uh, if you have Twitch Prime, uh, you can get Final Fantasy XIV Starter Edition for free. Um, it comes with 30 days of game time, which is pretty awesome. Uh, you, it's available till May 3rd. Uh, it lets you go all the way up to level 50. Um, so you know, get in there. And, and if, if uh, you don't have Twitch Prime, um, ask one of your guildies that might that's already playing. They probably have a code sitting around and would love to give it to you because it's otherwise a little waste. Um, it's one of those. This is one of those games too, where if you can't play it on your PC, it is available on the PS4. It's also available on the Mac, uh, and it's all the same version. It will connect to the same server with all your same friends and guildies. So, come on in and join. Awesome. And in STO news, uh, command tier six ships at any level beginning very soon. Players of Star Trek Online will have the opportunity to fly any tier six ship that they own regardless of their character's level, which is huge because Execute Operation Repost is coming up. Operation Repost is the first major Federation offensive of the Klingon Federation War of 2256-57. After a nearly month of crushing defeats, the Federation initiates a bold new plan to regain initiative in the war. The planet of Pryor's world has recently been conquered by the Klingons, but the Federation's counterattack aims not only to wrestle control of that world back into Federation hands, but also deliver the first major defeat to the Klingons and thereby inject a much-needed morale boost back into the ranks of Starfleet. The event will last for three weeks, starting on April 18th, so two days ago, for PC players and on Xbox One and PlayStation in mid-2019. All players level 10 and above will be able to participate and can earn a TFO commendation every 20 hours. The event... uh, debuts a brand new system for Star Trek Online. You earn progress towards a free ship by participating in the featured TFO event that we just mentioned, and they will be running from now until fall of 2019. By playing these three events, you can earn 
coupon progress tokens each day, allowing you to eventually claim a 100% discount coupon for a tier six ship that will allow you to claim a free tier six starship of your choice from the Zen store. Which is a pretty big deal. Yeah, yep. that is kind of a big deal. Yeah, because the they, they actually hard about. They, yeah, they cost a lot of in whatever currency they have in the game. I guess they right. call it Zen. Yeah, Zen. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that's that's a pretty big deal. Well, just I mean, not, not only are you getting the free ship, but you're getting access to the free ship regardless of your level, which is you know ten or above. But that's a big deal. I mean, you you only had yeah. to progress. I mean, it's basically like saying, "Hey, level ten WoW player, here's some you can fly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Here's here, here's current raid tier um, uh, gear. Have fun. Well, they yeah. they did say that it's going to be um, the stats are going to be lowered and stuff like right. that. Right, they'll be scaled to be your level, but you'll still be able yeah. to use it, which is yeah. nice. Because yeah. like yeah. it's not just you know the the how powerful the ship is, but it's at all the slots that you can put in those things. You know, all the high powered uh, you know yeah. beam weapons and all other kind of fun uh, toys to play with. I mean, yeah, it's it's those, those tier six ships are pretty cool. All right. Speaking of more spaceships, get this. And Eve, a real-life politician, got elected to the player-run Fake Space Congress. He was banned from the game for linking NDA materials from being a member of the Space Congress. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The IRL politician is mad and asserts his innocence. <laughs> so. Yeah. It's funny that a real politician could not uh, keep up with fake politics. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Uh, the beloved CCP uh, comes out and releases a statement that admits that they didn't really do a full investigation around the alleged NDA leaks and banning him in the first place. So the move the rampant, Eve mirrors your life, it's a nightmare. Yep, pretty much. Eve. And in... I know, Eve being Eve, yeah. Yeah. And in other fantasy news, I mean, uh, yes, in Lord of the Rings <laughs> Online... Enjoy a Yule Festival Encore now through April 21st. For a limited time, the 10 key bundles available in the Lord of the Rings store until April 25th. Skip to your favorite chapters. Get 20% off now through April 25th. Uh, also, the Gift of the Valor plus the ve- Blessing of the Valor and the Third Age Item Trove and the Legacy Scroll Box are all on sale. The weekly coupon gets you the Tome of Compressed Experience with a coupon code COMPRESSEDXP now through April 25th. And now that we've gotten through all that news, because you can see we're in a lot of games, but what we want to focus on is Star Wars, the celebration of Star Wars, and AIE in the multi-massively online role-playing game, SOTOR. So, Corley and Max, take it away. Yeah. So, I guess, we'll quick quick go through game news, because we'll want to talk about Cantina and, and Star Wars Celebration before anything else. Have? I'm I'm showing off. So this this is first up in the news, and actually Corley should probably talk about this more than me because I didn't. I just downloaded the patch while the podcast was starting while we were talking, <laughs> which on my new Comcast gigabit Ethernet was really oh. sweet. It it's doing a really good job. Um, I was able to to download the patch while I'm watching the stream. I'm, anyway, anyway, this is five point ten point three on the PTS, which is the new planet of Dantooine. Um, That's so pretty. Yeah, yeah, so Corley, you want to walk through what actually is what the deal is with Dantooine and what's going on here, and I'll show it off a little bit. They use big uh, Well, it, it's it's mainly going to be for an event, kind of like we have Rat Ghoul events now, uh, the Gree event and stuff like that. Uh, 
what it's going to be. It involves pirates somehow. Uh, they haven't really explained exactly what's going on. If they have, I haven't seen it yet. Um, but it's it's basically another planet that you can go to and do this event. Uh, it involves, like I said, pirates. There's Nova Blades. Uh, I had a parrot following me a little while ago, which was kind of interesting. Um, but you will be able to, when the event's not active, you'll be able to go to this planet and, I guess, kill NPCs if they're there to, to level or to uh, gather. There are gathering nodes on this planet, too, so you can get grade 10 mats uh, here. Yeah, so... It it is a full planet. It shows up on the galaxy map. You can you can fly to it. Uh, it the zone is of the planet is relatively big. Uh, what it sounded like so they did a they did a live stream. They talked about it a little bit at the cantina. It sounds like the deal is while the event is going on, it's going to be relatively populated and busy. And in fact, when we were driving through here earlier, I was seeing a lot of shooting going on and, and things like that. But when the event is not going on, I guess it's going to be a pretty, uh, you know, a pretty calm uh, place. So you'll be able to just go and check it out and hang out and not have to um, not have to be fighting through hordes and hordes of mobs if you just want to come and visit or gather some mats or, or do whatever you want to, to check it out, which is kind of cool. Yep. So, yeah, that was first up in the news. Uh, then, well, so we'll talk about 6.0 as part of the... As, as part of our, our big walkthroughs of, of celebration, I've got a couple pictures in of that, but that's the other big news, the big game news, which was um, they, they announced, they finally announced the big expansion that's coming in late in later in the year. They announced that it'll be available in September and they announced the feature set of that. So we'll, we'll get to that in just a second as well. Other general guild news. We, we have our monthly. So we have a, a weekly event is which is a MFN on Tuesday nights. We have our monthly event, which we just had on Friday, on uh, which was our our April uh, mega event. So this is a, a big monthly event that Marcus organizes, and he got a bunch of AIE people and guests. So we're getting more and more guests uh, from other guilds and influencer communities and and that that come and hang out with us. So we all went to Osis and we killed some of the big world bosses and a bunch of stuff happened as, as part of that. Another one coming <laughs> yeah, up in May. Yeah, the doing the world. Well, yeah, you hadn't done the world bosses before, had you? No, I hadn't done them, and I was tanking it, and I, <laughs> I, I died like immediately. It's like there's no helping. Were you doing the, the world bosses on Osis? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. No, he that's tanking like... the, and tanking the droid boss is yeah. just terrible. No, the bug the bug boss is easy because we all know Max's strategy on that. If you've listened to the Escape podcast, you, you get but, way uh, up in his butt, way up in his way, butt, Morty. Way up in there. Way up there, Morty. <laughs> but but yeah that i've i was doing it w once a week on my vanguard as a tank and took the time to get a spare set of gear and respect to dps because i never wanted to tank that for that fight again yeah <laughs> I, I, I agree with you yeah <laughs> that, that is a, a terrible fight to tank if if yeah. everyone you have to do it with a, a full group so it's 24 people and you're you have to pick up a whole bunch of pugs then so it's only pug groups that do it and because of that the strategies on that fight are actually quite difficult. And to, yeah. to coordinate a group like that to do all of the strats, if you did all of the strats really well, then the tanks wouldn't die. But nobody does. It's too. It's sort of too I, hard to coordinate it in that way. I thought the yeah. strategy was release and run back unless it's under 20%, in which case stay dead. That's pretty isn't, that, isn't that the strategy? That's, that's what we did yesterday. <laughs> And then the tank runs back, and then the tank's always the first one to die because they're trying to keep it off everybody else. But because you didn't do the strats, then the big ability is not interruptible. 
and then you die. Anyway, <laughs> so, so there's that. That was on Friday. We're going to do another one. I believe it's May 11th will be the, the yes. next mega event. Yeah. Marcus has already scheduled that. I think he's got some fun yeah. stuff planned for that. So keep an eye out for that. And he scheduled it, uh, you know, a little bit of complaining from me, but he's like, why aren't you uh, joining these events? I'm like, because you're scheduling it for East Coast time and I'm in the middle of, you know, getting ready for dinner and stuff. He's like, okay, we'll make this one later in the East Coast so you can join. <laughs> so this one's actually a later start time than normal. Yeah, I think it's seven, seven it's... Western, seven uh, Pacific. Yeah. Yeah. So you start at 10 Eastern. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But but the big news was Star Wars Celebration, which yes. which came out and ended up really really well. So we'll do a, a sort of a quick run through. As I said, we did some of it on our podcast last week. We're going to do more in detail next week. But I'll give you an overview here. I actually have I have fifty pictures here. I'm not going to go through them all. Um, but I'll talk a little bit about it. So, uh, Corley did um, different things than I did. Um, but it was here. Let me get my head off off the screen again. But, say that that banner is amazing. That yeah, you were showing so, the previous picture. So, so that was this was the big banner, and that last panel, that last bit with Kylo Ren here. Um, yeah, that didn't was they have that covered up, up right? Right. Yeah, Until they had it covered. Episode nine announcement because if of the picture see, on the right. Yeah, with yeah. the helmet on, and the the repaired helmet. Yeah. Which is which wasn't revealed until you got into the trailer, and the new droid. If you look here, I have yeah, BB-8's little pet. Yeah. <laughs> BB-8's uh, pet, B- Pose Pose pet BB-8 has a pet, which is this new little dro- character droid. Yeah, that that sounds very Sema-esque. Yes, it's it's Petception, the pets having pets. <laughs> um, so that that was cool. That was in the entrance hall. Um, but then the whole, I had not been there before. You had been to them before, right, Corley? Uh, I had never been to a celebration. I, I've been to PAX East many times. Okay. So, it, and it, it's actually run by the same people who do PAX East. Uh, so, it was, company, so it was pretty cool that the show floor is mostly it's fan booths, uh, uh, you know, Star Wars fans of all types and a lot of vendor booths. I mean, I would say it's probably 80% vendor booths. Um, some big vendors, like I think, you know, like Hasbro was there and, and Lego was there. I think I've got the, the pictures of the, of the Lego booth was that, which is actually really cool. They had, they were, yeah. Lego was running events and and that kind of thing, but a lot of just like the regular, you know, plushies and T-shirts and every every kind of Star Wars paraphernalia from just like random people with their Etsy shop there on on the floor. That's right. that's like the center part of what was going on. Um, but yeah, then spread. Was, yeah, go ahead. Well, that was what was open. That was the only part that was open on Thursday, and then right. the celebration yeah. along with the celebration store which is why the celebration store had a line that was capped 20 minutes <laughs> after they opened the show and you couldn't, you couldn't get into it. People oh, were in line yeah. for, for eight hours on Thursday. Which sounds like BlizzCon. Yeah. <laughs> but then the line was zero. Well, during the episode. Right. Panel. Yeah, yep. exactly. And, that's, and that's when my wife got in line and said, you go do stuff. I'll stand in line and get the stuff you want. Yeah. I mean, that's what you have to, it's the same thing at BlizzCon. You wait for the big event and then you go to the shop. <laughs> Yeah. But then spread all around all of those vendors are whole bunches of like weird, wild stuff, like places like here, places to just, I I think just fans have set this up where they get into cosplay and they, they set up some props so you could take photos of it. Like a lot of that that stuff was run by the 501st, 
which is yeah, the, yeah, because say that imperial same side at um, in Phoenix Comic Con. Yeah, they, they have a lot of that stuff there, and and I asked them, I'm like, do we have to pay to take pictures? Do we have to donate? He's like, no, you can donate if you want, but otherwise, just take pictures. Yeah. So, so here's, I see, I, I didn't even catch this. I took a picture of it. Yeah. There's your donations box. Yeah. yeah yep. here's the job of the hut. So there's a lot of that going on. There's the uh, the autographs. So let's, I think I've got a good picture here of Ian McDermott, the emperor. Yeah. Uh, yeah and he looks good. That I pulled off the web. Okay. Because <laughs> I was going to say, pictures like that. Yeah, <laughs> you really got slapped down off. for that. Most of these are mine, but a couple of these I pulled off the web. Yeah. Um, we we did. Yeah, we paid for a picture with uh, Warwick Davis, the wife. Well, well, so well, I like cool. how they. I like under his name they had to put Emperor. Like really? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> who is that? Well, Who's that I, old guy? Kids, kids these days you can only see like a rogue one. Yeah, there's there's the entrance to the autograph hall and. An example of the cosplay that was <laughs> yeah. going on. Yeah, Slave Leia Deadpool. That's just amazing. <laughs> yep. There was tons was... of really good cosplay, but there was a lot of like the spoof or weird or or joke. Yeah. Cosplay. It was really good too. Yeah. Hey, I, I got one if you want to see this one. Hey, I got let me hold on. Flip over, hang on. I'll, I'll share it. Hold on. Okay. This but is yeah. one that I this is one that oh, I Oh, there you go. <laughs> Morty, I'm a, oh, that's I'm great. Storm, I'm Stormtrooper, yeah. Morty. Ch- check, it, check it out. I'm, I'm, I'm Stormtrooper. <laughs> and he has the flask. That's amazing. Yeah. Yep. Asking the so, all right. And even the eyeballs. Like he, he has the, the, yeah. the eyeballs. Yeah. That's I, gotta, I, gotta, I can. Yeah, go. Yeah. You can go back to Max. One of the <laughs> coolest things, which was actually ended up kind of being a big deal was there were two booths dedicated to Star Wars The Old Republic. So one was the cosplayer booth, and it was semi-pro cosplayers. I mean, I, I, I'll have some pictures of them when we get to the cantina, too. They're just some really high-quality cosplay. You can see a very custom uh, leather-tooled uh, Jedi outfit here on, on display. And then there's a full Satil Shan and a full, um, a, a full set of, of cosplayers that were doing photo ops at the cantina. And then on the other side, the next booth over was the Swotor fan community. Yeah. So one of our yep. uh, pals, Swotorista, she is an, an amazing um, community in uh, community content creator. So there's a program that, I mean, anybody can be a content creator for for Star Wars, but they've they've started a program where they can you can sort of maybe get a little bit of extra you know, inside, inside advanced news and that kind of thing. So our podcast is part of that program. So what Teresa is part of that program. She's got 50,000 subscribers now on YouTube. So she's kind of a big deal. Um, but she just put all of this work into it. Re- I mean, just as, as a labor of love. I mean, there's no... Oh, yeah. So there was, I mean, yeah, couple, that, that was totally a labor of love. Out, but a lot of her own money to, to put this booth together, which ended up being awesome and being really great representation of the SWOTOR fan community. And it was manned by a bunch of SWOTOR fans, including Zen, uh, our, one of our officers who spent hours in this booth over the course of the five days. Yeah. Um, this Is that lightsaber? his lightsaber though? Yeah. Yeah. yeah that was one his lightsaber. Yeah, yeah. So we've, we've got that lit up in, in the other cantina photo that I'll show too. Awesome. He has a, he has a, an Obi-Wan lightsaber and this is the Satil Shan that is etched, etched metal machined, yeah, perfect replica 
of the lightsaber with multiple blades, so a blade on each side because it's double bladed lightsaber, and sixteen different color and and animation settings on the blades. It is oh, nice. There's and it, and it actually splits also, so it's in a two hilts. Wow. Oh, so nice. There's That's a amazing. YouTube video of the the maker who made it for him. There's a 20 minute YouTube video that goes over how it was made, all of the settings, dead at, for Zen. I mean, he, he right. talks to Zen in the video, and then it's published um, uh, public on YouTube. So that was pretty cool. Now, if I'm not mistaken, didn't the cosplayers of the Old Republic also come about because So Teresa suggested that to Star Wars Celebration? <laughs> Uh, that that they give them a booth. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know for sure. It, 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 was I, that the case? Because I I heard something on on her stream that she was involved with getting that to happen. That she had suggested to Star Wars Celebration that hey, you know, you really should have some of these cosplayers there, and that in that, indirectly that in the case. And I know she got them to get got us together on the show floor and that kind of thing yeah. too. Yeah. She also made a bunch of swag like like these buttons and <laughs> original buttons. And then here's the here's the Kira button with her catchphrase. Eat lightsaber jerk. <laughs> I love that. Um, but yeah, this is another one that she made that I Yes. Just do it. Which which we'll talk about. But we also had an AIE meetup at Star Wars Celebration. So let me go to this. Show you show you this. Um, we had a, a room set aside. We had a, a sweet um, bunch of people, including, so this is half AIE, half, um, here's Swoterista, Kogas right. is a big time streamer, Ted's another podcaster. Um, this is DP Roberts. This is Malung and, and his wife. Um, this is Major, Corley. This is this is my son. We had some Chicago pizza. We watched we watched the new trailer probably about 10 times. We, and <laughs> we're freeze framing it and analyzing each frame. Wait, uh, which new trailer? Because there were many. Anyway, the, the episode nine. The episode oh, okay. Because right. I did the same thing with the uh, Jedi Fallen Order one because that looks yeah. amazing. That looks pretty good. Uh, pizza. We watched. Yeah. We had movies playing. We were there all. Uh, we were there for. I think it started at seven, and a couple people didn't leave till one thirty. We were hanging out. Um, <laughs> a couple of people came later. Um, yeah, there's there's the Chicago pizza because it's the Chicago way. <laughs> that was awesome and then the other event that went on was the swotor cantina yes. so for people that are familiar that swotor cantina is an event where bioware in multiple cities over the years has done basically a, a, a fan meetup They're, they can be relatively big in fact this was probably one of the biggest this one they had a full ballroom this is the line outside that took me a half hour to get through it was like that. what 200 people already started you you didn't get there early enough, evidently. Well, I, did. Yeah. I got there an hour ahead of time. The problem was you had to be 18 to get in. And my youngest is 17 and a half. And they had security, like, reading everyone's IDs, including, like, my ID. Like, like I'm not 18, but <laughs> Yeah, yeah we'll see. <laughs> metal detectors. And they had to, like, type in and sign in every person and register them. So it was a big deal. So I knew she wasn't going to yeah. get in. So I then left and we went to Shake Shack and got awesome burgers and downtown Chicago with the kids. They went and watched movies and I came back and I was, so yeah, I was late and I had to stay in the long line. Gotcha. But you were there Corley. And why don't you, yep. you know, why don't you walk through with the, with the, with what they talked about even before I got in there. Cause I finally, I got in there at least for the onslaught announcement, but, uh, but they kicked it off with a couple of the other announcements, right? 
Yeah, they well they they started off talking about the patches that are going to be coming out ten point or five point ten point three, um, and then a couple things later. You know, I don't even remember <laughs> once they announced six, I kind of forgot all the other stuff that they were doing. <laughs> so, so they were doing the Dantooine one. Although I didn't, they guess they didn't talk about um, what else was coming after Dantooine before six. Did they? No, I, no. I think so. They. No, I think they, they talked about news in general. They introduced everyone. They talked about Dantooine, and then yeah, yeah the, because the big news that everybody was there for, you know, was what? Are, what are you going to announce? Because yeah, they was... mum on it. They haven't. You know, everybody's been calling it six which is probably what it's going to be. But they're not calling it six They just said, yes, fine. We are doing yeah, an I, announcement. I thought they did. I thought they called it that, but maybe they no. Didn't. They oh. said they said everyone's referring it to as 6.0, and we probably oh. will as well. But they didn't okay. officially say this is 6.0 for 100. percent Yeah, yeah. But they so they they talked about um, a couple new planets. So we have Onderon coming back, which was like it was big in some of the tales from the Jedi uh, comic books that came out that were put out by Dark Horse a long time ago. Um, and they another. Yeah, I got this the same, but I'm not sharing it. So you got Honor on, and they had the mm-hmm. some Mechsha, or it's basically a oh, blown out, awesome. mind out moon or something. Yeah, um, that's moon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> it looks the, like it has a craft spaceship on it too. So yeah, it's a, basically it's a shipyard, and it's yeah. So this is just the concept art, but this looks so cool. Andron is a is a famous planet, but then yeah, Mechsha is this See, asteroid. Nope. Max saw this. And his first thought was immediately that needs to be a, a, G, a GTN. Uh, what is it, Max? Stronghold. No, oh, the uh, PVP flight in ships. Oh, GSF. Oh, yeah, GSF. it needs to be a yeah, GSF map. <laughs> Absolutely, and I had two ideas for that. So I I talked to the designer of GSF. His name is Brett Hoffman. I'll tell you that story in just a second. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you finally figured great. out what he did. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, my two ideas are PVE and PVP. PVP, a new game type where you you have to defend, you know, and you maybe do it both. You, you flip halfway through, and you have to de- so like assault and defend mm-hmm. the base. And then the second one would be a, a PVE version of GSF where there's enemy ships and you have to like fight through them and blow them up and take over the base. So Brett, I'm coming for you because now I know who you are. <laughs> they're they're also adding they're adding an area to Corellia. Well, we hope they're adding an area to Corellia because we're going back to Corellia. Um, I guess the Empire is going there to destroy some shipyard that the um, Republic has built. So yeah. hopefully it's going to be a new area. It's going to be a new, uh, I think there's a couple of new flashpoints or at least one new flashpoint uh, yeah. on Corellia. So that should be good. And um, there's a new operation coming out. That's going to be on Duxon, which is uh, on their largest moon. And Circa is going to be causing problems there again. They're Yay! a company that, Still around, you know, huh? they, they, yep. Yeah, they. I guess they didn't get killed by all the stuff that they were making. So <laughs> now they're they're making more, and I guess we have to go take care of it because that's what the operation, at least the one operation that they've talked about, that's yes. going to be available at launch. So hopefully there'll be some more. Yeah. Um, right. Yeah. So this they did an extra live stream with Kogas, one of the the, the hot streamers, on Friday. And I got a, I submitted a question. I, I typed it into Kogas there to ask him. My question was, th- because this operation is actually outside of the main storyline, the main storyline is 
Onderon and Malgus, and he's he's leading an assault, and it's going to be galactic war, Republic versus Imperial. The operation is about Zerka and Trandoshans, and it's not part of the main story. So what I was afraid of, um, just a, a, a small fear, was the main story was going to wrap up basically with the Corellia flashpoint, and I did right. not want that to be the case. So my yeah. question to that was, is the story arc going to come to a close with the launch of the content coming with 6.0 in September? And the answer to that was no. Which is so good. What I'm hoping was yeah. what they did with the Revan release was they had one operation, which was outside of the main story, which was Ravagers, a really cool pirate themed operation. And then this a is second my favorite operation. operation in the game. Yeah. yeah, Ravagers is awesome. But then the second operation was core to the main story. And that was basically the wrap up of the Revan narrative, um, right. which is Temple of Sacrifice. And they haven't given any specifics on the operation as far as number of bosses or anything like that yet, right? Nope. They just said yeah. it's it's Zerka and it's Trandoshans. So Zerka was messing around with, with big, nasty creatures, and Trandoshans love to go and kill big, nasty creatures. <laughs> yep. part of their, it's almost part of their religion. Yes. Um, Points for the scorekeeper. Yes. Yep. So, Jagannath. Jagannath. This... This is the AIE crew again. So here's Zen in his Jedi regalia with his Satil Shan blade there. Um, that's me. There's uh, Major. There's Corley with Zen's other blade, which is the the uh, Obi Wan oh, yeah. blade. This is Melong, who again is running, you know, is big time Star Wars player, but also doing the uh, doing a lot in Lord of the Rings lately. So if you want to play Lord of the Rings, either on the new classic server that launched or on the or on the regular servers, uh, talk to Malung, and this is DP Roberts. Um, just, just, and this wasn't even everybody. There's Medulla was there, was was there. He wasn't in the picture, and then you know, a bunch, bunch of other people. But um, it was great to to meet them up. There's a lot of cool things that happened at the cantina there. Um, this is, is that the uh, HK fifty one, the HK cosplay. I think I yeah. was using force to take take a picture with. <laughs> Um, uh, so that's Swotor Sil, I believe, on Twitter. I, I hope yeah, I convinced her to come join our guild, um, but I don't know. Um, here's some of the cosplayers that I was mentioning about. Um, so this is the Satil Shan cosplayer, the couple of the Repu old Republic era troopers. Very high quality, very good. So this yeah, is the Swotor player group. You yeah, got yeah one I of have those? another picture. Uh, I have a picture of the the, the troopers. Let me get that. Me. It's yeah. Yep. There screen. we go. That, that armor was awesome. I, yeah, I'd love that's... to know how they did that. Oh, that's great. It, yeah. It, it oh, and he's got the huge the huge cannon that healers use. Yeah, you got a commando and you have a uh, vanguard. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, that, that big assault cannon, it, that's very Old Republic. Um, Star Wars <laughs> yeah. Republic. Oh, that's, Malgus. that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> good Malgus. And that's a good there Malgus. Was a, there was a Revan walking around. Yeah, <laughs> Revan. The right color blades. Yep. Yeah. And uh, that was them at the the cantina right there. So. Oh, that's with Zen's blade, right on the right. Yeah. Nope. That's that was oh, that's, that's hers. hers. Ah, that okay. She's that's actually. Is that Bast Bastila? No, uh, that's that's the Satil one. There was Satil, also a yeah, There was a Bast Bastila one, yeah. Okay. And then that's all of them. I don't know if you had that picture, Max, but that's. Yeah, that's, that's all one. of the people who were dressed up. Like Including with, uh, Charles Boyd, who's yeah, in the front. Yeah, with Charles front. Boyd right here in the front. Yeah. yeah. He looks awesome. The, the Arkin, the, the 
Knights of the Those Eternal Empire guys. Throne guys in the back oh, yes, there. They were. they were really good. They had to be twins too. Like they, they had to be because they looked almost exactly <laughs> like each other. Yeah. So a lot of really good, a lot of really good ones there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was a blast. So you know, as oh, I said, that's a bunch, good. bunch of weird stuff. Oh, that is wow. Yeah, I, that is a good guy. old Obi Wan. <laughs> we saw this guy when we were we were listening to the one of the costuming groups that does non canon stuff. I think right. they're called the Dark Empire or something like that. And that's where that Revan was part of. And he was sitting there listening to it. And I'm like, I got to get a picture of you because we thought we were sitting next to Alleganus almost. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's so, really good. Yep. So I know we're going long. I'll just no, mention a couple going. other cool things. Um, there was the there was the droid room. How many droids were in the droid room, Corley? Uh, oh, more wow. than I could count. It was like... It was like it was a Jawa or... field day. I can tell you that. Right. So again, fans submitted <laughs> to get their droids, uh, you know, in here on display. Uh, the that Jawa in the middle is actually live. All the rest of them are props. <laughs> yeah, um, but tons of really cool droids that were down in this droid room. Um, oh, here's oh here's Miss Teen Alderaan. <laughs> <laughs> Bits so of cosplay, <laughs> other just weird stuff. So just spread around the the floor was like. Everybody who had a, a car that was tricked out in some sort of Star Wars way just got yeah. them, just came, brought them in, and parked them on the convention floor. The, the BB-8 like, one's awesome. BB-8 one in the in the back right. And who uh, thinks their Tie Fighter just laying around like that? I know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that was another one of the props that were built for the show to bring there because they had a, the X-wing. Oh, nice like X-wing. Full size X-wing. Full size X-wing. Yeah, Tie Fighter. They also had an interior of a Millennium Falcon from Solo there that somebody had built. That was oh, so the cleaned up version. Yeah. yeah, it was. It was from or the, Solo. the clean version. Pristine. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. They that's have... that's what I'm looking for. Is Episode Nine? I want to see when Lando gets in there and goes, "What did you do to my ship?" <laughs> <laughs> they had. Uh, they did have Star Wars Galaxy Edge, a, a you know, a pretty high quality display that you could right. go on sort of tours of in in the middle. Next year, yep. Star Wars Celebration is confirmed for Anaheim. Whoop, whoop. Uh, Star Wars Celebration is opening in a, in a few months, so I'm sure there's gonna, there's going to be connections with it next oh, yeah. year. But yeah, oh yeah, that's be a big deal. But yeah, it was tons. Of, oh, and then here's here's my final. Um, my final display. <laughs> my tweet. Yeah. Are you going to light speed? Good, good job, Chicago. Did you want? Did you want Star Wars conventions to never come back to Chicago again? Because this is how <laughs> Star Wars conventions never come back. Yeah, all day Sunday it snowed, and it was funny because there inches. were so many people. There were so many people there who had never seen snow before, and so many who didn't have like jackets that they could wear to snow. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> Two days later, it was seventy degrees. By the way, oh, yeah, and sunny. But it was, Chicago. It was also, it was also funny because the snowtroopers were like dressed perfect for it because they and I yeah. saw some guy. We were coming back from um, the hotel over the 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 bridge. They had a like a bridge to go over the road, and it was a, snow, a guy in snowtrooper armor walking around with a selfie stick with his camera, and he was filming himself in the snow. <laughs> That's <laughs> awesome. So it was pretty funny. Yeah, it was as those snow. I, I saw a few snowtroopers there. I saw a, a set of three of them, um, and they were they were like they were like our age. I mean, they you yeah. know they were like you know a little bit of gray. They looked yeah. like they looked like 
accountants, bankers. I, I don't know. They, <laughs> exactly. I, I it, you know, they, they didn't, I don't know. They look pretty cool and perfect. Per, three perfect snowtrooper outfits. Yeah. Um, so that, that was, that was pretty cool looking. Hey, the Empire the, 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 too. <laughs> yeah. The, no. the diversity of people that you saw at celebration was just, it's a, it's amazing. Um, you know, little kids running around dressed up as people, you know, as, as characters all the way up to, I mean, that, that old guy who was dressed yeah. up, like, I don't know if he's old, but the guy who yeah. was dressed up is Obi-Wan Kenobi from, you know, the original Star Wars movie. Yeah. So you have all kinds of people. It was, I, it was great. I was, I was anti-costume for myself. Um, going into it, I was thinking like, oh, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm a little too old for that. I think I would look, you know, the kids look good. Young people look good. You know, but I would I would look like an idiot if I tried to do it. But when you get there, it didn't yeah. matter. And no, everybody everybody fit in. You could just have like a bathrobe and a you know and a broomstick <laughs> and a lightsaber, yeah. You know, and and it fit and everybody was like, you know, you know, you're part of the community and then it worked. It made me I, I spent the day after Star Wars celebration looking at Bill Duran punished props videos oh, yeah. on how to how to build the blasters that I want yeah. if I if I do end up going to, to, yeah. to Anaheim next year. So, so here was, this is, is another one. If you go to me. That was it was a, a guy with a blanket and he was like a mountain, you know, with porridge yeah, and stuff. <laughs> oh that's awesome. Yeah, it was pretty funny. That's you know, we didn't talk about the Mandalorian panel or anything either. Though. Oh yeah, so I didn't go to any panels. I just watched them virtually. There was a drawing to. So I, I had a here's here's my, uh, my my five day pass that I did did and I submitted. Oh, hang on, let me flip over. Sorry about that. Yeah. Okay, show it again, Max. My five day pass, and I submitted to get into each of the four major panels, on you know across, and I got none. I got you, got you got a trinket. <laughs> I didn't even get the, the relic of primeval fate sealer, which is the useless relic I've been getting all of my all of my RNG boxes oh. in the game. But Corley, you went to some panels, right? You went to the Mandalorian. yeah. Well, I got into the Mandalorian panel, which was the the main panel that I wanted to get into. Yeah, and and they they when you went into the lottery, they assigned you an area where you were sitting. So we actually got on the floor. So this is a picture my wife took just of the banner. Uh, and if you look at the bottom, you can see John Favreau and then Dave Filoni is sitting next to him. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, in front of us were all the Mandalorian Merc cosplayer guys that had their <laughs> helmets and they were standing up. So yeah. that was that was pretty funny. And then they showed some of the, the concept art for the the Mandalorian and stuff. And it just it, it looks it, it looks like it's Star Wars, but it's nothing like what's been done before. It's it's down and dirty and gritty. It's a lot like Rogue One, or the right. in, in that concept, because what it happens after Return of the Jedi, when the Empire has been beat and the Republic is trying to bring you know order to the galaxy, they're trying to you know make everybody feel safe again and there's pockets of the empire around and then you have this Mandalorian. He's trying to, and, and they, through the whole presentation, they just called him Mandalorian. They didn't right. call him, they didn't give him a name or anything like that. They just called him the Mandalorian, which is, is cool, you know, but he's not, I mean, he, he's not Boba Fett. He can't be Boba Fett. Cause no. you know, it's just, right. And they also, um, 
you know, they kind of talk about that they thought there were no more, more Mandalorians in, you know, in the galaxy anymore. So, and from what I heard is the new Clone Wars series is coming out on Disney Plus, which is where Mandalorian is going to also be on November 12th, I believe is when it comes out, um, is going to explain why there aren't a lot of Mandalorians. I guess there's going to be a big Siege of Mandalore arc in that oh, new Clone Wars okay. series. So, yeah, so that was kind of nice. And um, it just, it's, it, it looks like it's going to be a great show. And like somebody asked, you know, how the panel was in Discord. And I was like, well, if you didn't want to see it before, you'll probably want to see it now if, if you see this information. <laughs> yeah. But if you wanted to see it before, you're really going to want to watch it because they showed two clips. They showed like the first five or ten minutes of one of the episodes where he goes in to try to work a deal with somebody. And it's like, look, there's no shit or there's no puck. They call them pucks. They were like little round things that had the information, I guess, on them. Uh, you know, Star Wars USB drives, I guess. I don't right. know. And, uh, and he's like, do you know no how many Bothans died? No. <laughs> yeah. They, yeah they, they, he said, there's no puck for this one. It's face to face. So he goes in and he, he goes to where he's supposed to meet and he goes there and, Basically, it's it's an imperial guy with two stormtroopers, and the stormtroopers look like they're kind of their armor's kind of beat up, like they haven't, you know, like like they're kind of on the run and stuff like that. And he's doing this deal, and uh, it it looks really good, and it looks like it's really well done. Um, they also had some of the they need they determined during one of the filming of the episodes that they needed more stormtroopers. Right. So well, instead of yeah, you probably saw the panel. So instead of you know, getting more stormtroopers, more actors and stuff. They just, they called the 501st and, and they said that they were more professional and they were more spot on than half of the actors they had <laughs> running <laughs> in yeah. the show. That's awesome. And, and they really enjoy, I mean, and, and the thing is, is they didn't know what they were going there for. Yeah. So when they, when they got there and the man, and they figured out what they were, they were doing, they were just like even more spot on what they were trying to do and, and stuff. So, so it was, it was, I was glad we got into that panel. Um, I, I, we won two lotteries for panels, which I liked how they did it because it stopped you from having to camp out all night long to yeah. get into these panels that were packed with people. You know, we didn't win the, the, the episode nine one one. I wasn't really worried about that because I knew they'd release the trailer and stuff online. You know? Yeah. But the Mandalorian and, stuff, you knew they were going to keep close to the vest. Well, I didn't. I didn't necessarily know. I wish they wouldn't. I wish they would I release know. the teaser that they showed because it was pretty damn cool. Freaking amazing! Yeah, yeah. they probably will before long. I mean, yeah, maybe they will so that they can do another big release and unveiling yeah. of it. Yeah, but I, I, I can't wait till November twelfth. <laughs> to yeah. be honest with you, and six, at six ninety nine. Yeah, six ninety nine for, for the service. Yeah. It's like yeah, that it's Take a done my deal money. already. <laughs> Yeah, I I've been anti. I have Netflix and I've been anti Hulu and I I don't I haven't wanted other services except this one. I yeah, will, I will do this one. And they're gonna have all the Star Wars movies streaming upon release. You know, except for nine, of course. Or no, they said no. They said because nine will be out by then. Nine will be streaming. No, nine won't be no, out yet. Nine's in December. No, it, oh, that's be, right. That's, yeah. that's where it's gonna go. No, it's yeah. um, it's eight. So. It's eight that may not be available because it's still they still have um, uh, 
uh, what do you call it? Responsibilities. Like they still have yeah. rights for the stuff. Yeah. So yeah. It, it won't right away be available, but it will eventually be available once those exclusivities are over. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And now they'll be able to put, they'll be able to do, you know, the original Star Wars episode four because now that they own Fox, they own the rights to that movie now. So. Yes. They can release <laughs> it, the it was, real version. Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> funny. You know, it was, it was, it was, e- it was cheaper and easier for them to buy the whole company than buy the rights to all the Marvel movies that Fox had <laughs> yeah. and the Star Wars movie that Fox had. So they just yeah. like, oh, we'll just buy your whole company. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> You're ours. Yeah. Just take the whole thing. Yeah. All right. So for everybody that's listening on audio and not seeing the pictures, sorry about that. I know this is a picture, <laughs> picture heavy, heavy, heavy run through, but this, it was, it was really cool. Um, so there's a lot there that you can catch up and see on the web. I'm sure a lot of really fun AIE time. Uh, we're, you know, if we're in on the West coast next year, I think we should think about doing something there again. Cause that was, that was really cool. Um, and it gave us a lot of chance to connect AIE to the greater community as well. And it's people were like sort of pulling into AIE a little bit and are, are becoming good friends of, of AIE. Um, so I really like that as well. Yep. Um, but yeah, yeah, it was it, a good, good time. Good, good it, deal. It was, awesome. it was nice to meet all the people that one from the guild, but also the people from the community that you, you know you see streaming like Swatorista and Kagas and, um, and yeah and yeah stuff like that that's so. awesome and Max a little birdie told me to keep an eye out on the AIE uh, blog because there'll be a post coming soon discussing the uh, Guild Heraldry yes yeah okay so fi- final announcement um, the one of the things that was added in the last patch that's live in the game right now which I could try to bring up real quick is is this idea of guild heraldry you can make basically make a logo for your guild you have to use the in-game assets they provided but they they put a whole bunch of there was a lot in there i was looking through them there's 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 a ton um but what we're going to do is we're going to go into the guild heraldry system um i'm going to put together some examples of guild heraldry you know so we're going to try a bunch of different things i'm going to put them in a blog post and put them in Discord, and we're all going to vote, and we're going to decide what AIE Guild Heraldry should look like. And then it's a banner that'll be able to show up in various places, and the little the middle part of the banner actually shows up on your nameplate next to your name. So we'll have whatever we. Oh, pick. nice! Um, that'll, so like that'll uh, be showing up like a little game. flare. Yeah, yeah, a little. Cool. Yeah, I think the default one here is just a black circle, but you can see this this black yeah. circle next to our names here. Um, so, oh, it's my my big head, my heed, huge noggin <laughs> is in the way. Uh, that black circle is is the, is the guild heraldry, um, right? But yeah, yeah. So keep an eye out for that. That's coming up. Um, keep an eye out for come join MFNs. Come join our mega event on the eleventh. Um, come join the guild if you're not in there playing. It's it's hot right now. It's hot, hot, hot. Yeah, we've actually <laughs> invited a lot of people in the last few days. Uh, to the guild, which is nice. Happened while we were talking, so <laughs> yeah, exactly. We saw there was actually a request in the main Discord that Sema got. So thank you, uh, Sema. Nice. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that is going to be our show for tonight. While the chat room begins suggesting show titles, we want to thank Max and Corley for joining us. Thank you, folks, very much for joining us. This was awesome to see all the pictures and everything. So, and Max, uh, yep. I'm Max. I know you're on Twitter as at Max the Gray Corley. Are you on Twitter? I am. It's actually my my real first name and last name. So it's John gotcha. underscore Maloney is what it is. Gotcha. Um, 
but I don't ever post anything, so right. it might not be too interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I understand. So. I mean, I do every once in a while, but it, it, yeah. not too much related to the, the guild or the game. So Awesome. All right. All right. And if you have a question or a comment about our show, you can email us at podcast at aie-guild.org. If you can also follow us on Twitter, the show is at AIE Podcast. I am at the Mucow. Makala is at Cyberwave. Ted Semi is at Ivory Tiger. And we record live with video every other Sunday or Saturdays, as the case may be, um, at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. You can join the chat room and play along with us on our website, which is aie-guild.org slash podcast dash live dash stream. And our Discord server for chat is at bit.ly slash AIE podcast discord. Our theme was composed by the amazing Andrew Allen. Follow him at Keys with Soul on Twitter or visit his website, keyswithsoul.com. All right. Now it's time to play all of the great AIE member segments we received this week, including, well, no segments were received this week. Apparently we didn't kill enough Bothans. But hopefully next time we'll resume our normal segment shenanigans. Yay. <laughs> And next time we'll be talking to somebody about some game that AI is in. So until then, AI. This, this is Tetsemi. <laughs> this is New Cow. <laughs> and this has been the AIE Podcast. Part of the Frog Pants Network. Get more at frogpants.com. <laughs>